Hey everybody, welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Mi nombre es Javier y estoy aquí con mi esposa. Oh, Shannon. Eh, Shannon, mm, not me, Shannon. Me llamo, Shannon. Me llamo, not llamo. <laughs> me llamo. Say it. This isn't Spanish word of the day right now. Me llamo. Me llamo. Very good, yeah. <laughs> She's going to get there one day, maybe. Uh, doing a podcast in 35. Spanish is... Nunca. No. Never going to happen. Wow, very good. Wow, you said <laughs> nunca. Very good. Which means never. never. Never say never. Remember in marriage, we don't use the word never or I, always. Javi, I'm never going to record a whole entire podcast in Spanish. Will you ever stay in front of your microphone during a podcast? Probably never. <laughs> also, If the, your friend Lisa is listening, she's going to get on your case. Oh, no, she won't. <laughs> Oh, uh, hope that you all are doing well. Um, you know, it's something that's that's funny. Like we talk about different things all the time, but um, you know, being on the road with the marriage lab and going across the country and all that, you know, people, I guess, recognize and you know, wave, take photos, mm -hmm. come and talk to us, knock on the door, like all kinds of crazy things happen. Yeah. Honestly, but then it's like. Then you have these moments sometimes where like, okay, the timing of certain things that take place, like when we're driving from Arizona to California, right? Mm -hmm. And we're driving on the highway and the car pulls up next to us and he's like honking his horn. He's right next to our windows of the truck and he's waving, 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 honking his horn. And Well, let's just clarify like, that a lot of people will drive by and just kind of give you like a thumbs yeah, up or, or a honk, honk, honk. Yeah, yeah. But this guy was a little different because he, he, pulled, he pulled up on my side of the truck yeah, yeah. and he waved and he kept waving. And I was like, well, we're going 65. I can't really like have a conversation with you. So I was just like waving back like, thank you. Like, Uh, you know, just trying to be friendly, <laughs> driving down the highway. So anyways, we're on the, on the, what they call the 210 freeway in California, and then we get to our destination, and we get a message in our um, in our DMs. And the subject line from is, Instagram, and guy it, on freeway. And the subject line is, guy on freeway. I'm not sure it was an email or An DM. email. Okay, an email. Yeah. It says, guy on freeway. And it's the wife of the guy that was waving to us <laughs> on the freeway, um, saying, my husband doesn't have, you know social media or anything anymore, but he was so excited to see you because they've been following and it's impacted their marriage. Yeah. And he was so excited that he saw us because it's influenced them. And it's like, that was super crazy. It was the coolest email because it's kind of like just those God moments where he's like, see, you are, you're doing great. You're doing good work when, when you and I can get really hard on ourselves and be like, What are we doing? Is this impacting anyone? Is this, are we helping any marriages? And then you just get this little email yeah. and you're like, okay. Yeah. I want to tell you guys, listen, like the work we do attention. at 24-7 Marriage and on the Marriage Lab, like sometimes, yeah, you don't know the impact you're having. And so if you're listening to this and when you get done with this, I'm going to say this now, pause and write a review in this podcast And maybe even go and send us a DM, but write a review in the podcast because that that helps us mm -hmm. and it tells us, you know, how this has impacted you, whether it's yeah. a podcast or the 24-7 marriage, a ministry, whatever it may be. So we know God is good. We know why we're doing it. Um, and it's not for those reasons, but it's good to hear. Like, I'm a, you know, I, I like to hear it. We I like all to hear need feedback. affirmation. I like to hear What, you know, yeah, how it's impacted people's lives. And, and if you don't like us, send us that also. I'd love to hear that. And then, oh, yeah, okay. it's, yeah. <laughs> no, don't yeah. send me. Okay, you can. <laughs> All right. So, but anyways, otherwise, everything else is going good. You know, um, both our daughters are in Arizona now. And so, 
you know, we're figuring out like what's next and where does the marriage lab go and you know, so it's kind of been exciting. You know, we're just you know did a little marriage meetup thing this last week, and then we have a you know boot camp coming up. So there's a lot of fun things that are taking place,、mm-hmm. and、um, and then excited about like you know things that we get to work on soon. Yep. Yeah. Lots of fun things coming up. So a couple weeks ago on our stories, we talked about sex. We talked、Ooh. about. Uh, I I asked about three different questions. Your favorite subject? It is because always her favorite subject. Well, because the Christian community, the Christian community at large, has misrepresented it and hasn't done a good job of. But why is it your favorite subject? Oh my gosh, Javier! And I just want to know why is it your favorite? Because、subject? I like to have lots of sex. Whoa! Okay. You just asked no, me. No, no, but I wanted to give you like like a spiritual、oh. reason or like the importance of it、oh. within marriage.、A、Sweet、bit. Moses, Shannon. Okay, maybe we need to do some editing on that one. No, we don't need to edit that out.、Um, <laughs> well, because in marriage, I mean, you should be. I I believe you get to that.、Um, The, the like I said, the、wow. the church and Christianity as a whole has done a disservice to it, which is one of the most beautiful, amazing things God gave us within the boundaries of marriage, and it 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 just has gotten so muddled and so murky in the、yeah. world that、yeah. we live in. They have they、yeah. have tainted it and made it. And we're going to tell you, we absolutely believe that sex is between is is reserved in marriage. And there's a reason why God has ordained it that way. Yeah. And and what it says in Scripture, man and women come together, and what that symbolizes.、Mm-hmm. And there's even deeper things we can get into、yeah. in terms of like what happens, you know, in the context of of marriage and between a man and a woman. But like it is the most intimate act that、mm-hmm. brings unity, connection. It is a spiritual act、yes. that unites a couple together, and like it is God ordained. It is given to be enjoyed within the bonds of marriage.、Mm-hmm. And when it's outside of that, it does become unhealthy.、Yeah. It does become more, if you will, perverted. It、yes. becomes more where desire gets tainted. Yes, and desire is good. That's the thing we. With sometimes the couples that are dating, doing premarital, like we tell them, you should have desire for the person you're going to marry.、Absolutely. If you don't, there's a problem. Yeah, like you sh- desire is not bad. Desire、mm-hmm. misplaced, misplaced desire, or, de- or、mm-hmm. desire, you know, f- being moving to the actual act of intimacy and sex、um, outside of marriage is not healthy. But anyways,、yeah. we're not talking about so, that.、We're、I'm just, just going to say this really quick because a lot of people say why. Does it say you shouldn't have sex outside of marriage? God is not a cosmic killjoy who wants to rain on your fun in your parade. The reasons he he set it up the way he did within the bounds of marriage is to protect us. He did that as a loving God would. He did that to watch out and protect over us, over our hearts, over our minds, over our bodies. So that. That could be a whole podcast in itself, but these are the couple questions that I posted.、Uh, the first one I asked was, "Did you grow up with a healthy view of sex in grow like growing up?" And we、no. had we had over three hundred people polled on that. Seventeen percent said they did, which means they did what? 
that they did grow up with a healthy view, which left 63%. Wait, is my math right? 60, 70, 80. Oh, maybe 73% did not. 73%. That's a lot of people that got Did not not have a healthy view. That got settled growing up. Well, maybe, no, they, they could have received actual, like, I don't want to say wisdom, but they could have been talked to about it. They maybe don't have a healthy view. They have a view. They have a view. It's they not may a healthy don't have view. a healthy view. They may have a skewed view of certain things, um, but a healthy view of sex within marriage. Yeah. Um, and again, we're not talking about. We're talking about how what it looks like within marriage, like the ability to be able to talk about well, it, to not, share, yeah. to enjoy it, to. Uh, have freedom, like that's the view that some people don't have. Just the basic birds and the bees. Like what did your mom and dad tell you? Sure. And that that across the board was where most people were saying, I I didn't get anything. Or if I did, it was- Well, let me ask you, they said they didn't get at all any insight in that or they just what they did receive wasn't healthy. There's a difference. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get to the unhealthy questions in a minute. But our next question was- why is it so difficult for a husband and wife to talk about sex throughout their marriage? Because this is a tough subject, and a lot of men and women posted comments all day long saying, this is hard for my spouse and I to talk about. We can talk about finances. We can talk about the kids. We can talk about the house. We can talk about our jobs. But when it comes to talking about sex, these are some of the things that they well, shared. But it, but it goes back to an unhealthy view. Yeah. I mean that's where it started. Like, yeah. if if you don't have a healthy view, if you have it's not hasn't been openly discussed. My wife sitting across from me was very open in discussing everything about this with our daughters, mm-hmm. so that they heard it from us and they did not understand or hear it and get their learning from other places well, outside wanted, of us. I wanted their foundation to scripture. be healthy. Yeah, so they got a healthy foundation. Uh, she always talked about it. She was always open about it. We pointed them to to scripture, um, and ultimately, so that they could say, like, I have a healthy view of what sex is with my with my husband. Um, and it still doesn't make it easy, though, sometimes to talk about certain things. Yeah. So it could be rooted in your history, um, a lot of it, and. and- I- and a lot of people listening right now are saying, I got an unhealthy view growing up. I did not get a, I got a skewed perspective. And I'm here to say that there is hope that you can relearn things that just because that was the way it was growing up doesn't mean that that needs to be the measure for how you move forward in your marriage or even in a season of parenting. Cause I yeah. also want to challenge parents on here to Don't repeat history. Do something different. Lay a healthy, good, moral foundation for your kids. This is what our children need. But here are some of the reasons why people in marriage said, talking about sex with my spouse is uncomfortable. Uh, Vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It can be awkward at times. Um, One could want it more than the other. Mm -hmm. My sinful past holds me from talking about sex with my spouse. Um, let me see some more. Fear of judgment, personal insecurities, and 
rejection, judgment, just hearing the same thing over and over again. Um, abusive past, if I'm honest, will they reject me? So these are all valid things. These are things that people are feeling, Javier. So speak to how you how you move past that because it, it it is really hard. If you were to open up and share something about a physical need you have and you could get rejected or something that happened to you in your past and your fear of being judged yeah. by your I spouse. I mean, there's many reasons why it's difficult for, for individuals to have those conversations with their spouse. You know, uh, the ones you mentioned mm -hmm. being vulnerable, being open, being exposed. Some, they're just not comfortable, right? Because again, that's what they saw growing up. They never saw it discussed. They never saw it talked about. And so for them, it becomes a really uncomfortable thing to just have that conversation with their spouse. I mean, I still don't like it. Let's be honest. Like Shan's very comfortable with it. And I still am not always that comfortable with it. And, so she often finds ways to talk about it with me when I'm trapped and I can't get away. <laughs> like I'm driving down the car or down the highway, pulling the fifth wheel, the marriage lab, and she does to bring up a subject. And I want to just crawl out of the vehicle and like, yeah, but I can't because it's moving. Um, so, so why why is it still uncomfortable for you? That would be my well, question. Well, because it just never was talked about. So I'm still even 29 years later, still learning to talk about it and learning to you know, adjust and have those conversations. And and I think I've talked about this, but it's also being able to maybe come to you and explain those things on my own terms and how it's comfortable for me as mm -hmm. opposed to um, just coming straight out and saying it. So yeah. I have to find a way how to communicate it. And so I think with, with individuals struggling with that, I think you have to keep having the conversation. You yeah. have to step into those moments that are not comfortable for you. Um, you have to adjust expectations. Like you have to work towards, you know, where you have a mutual satisfying resolution um, and be able to clearly communicate what you feel. And if you're dealing with a spouse who's gone through some trauma in the past, mm -hmm. understanding that, having empathy for that mm -hmm. and being able to come alongside and 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 really feel what they feel in that area and walk with them in that and if it's small steps to for them to get comfortable or fall, small steps for them to engage in certain things you enjoy then you have to give grace you have to give understanding you have to be patient this is one of those moments where like yeah you get to do this with your spouse yeah. right you get to walk alongside them and help them um so there is a quote that says the the best sexual technique comes through honest communication. Mm, like actually being honest about your communication, wants and likes and dislikes, all of that. And so I think when people are posting things like this, like, you know, um, my parents didn't talk about it, you know, I, you know, I don't feel comfortable or it's not, you know, it's my spouse wants it all the time. Like, again, all of this is going to come through communication. Mm -hmm. And these are things that we hear all the time. But if you're not communicating about it, if you're not sitting that's, down. That's the thing, Javier. They're, they're not talking about it. Correct. So um, I'm, I just want to encourage people who are listening, have the hard conversation. Make space and time this week to have that conversation with your spouse. And it's not going to be resolved in one afternoon, one evening. Like, yeah. this might be an ongoing conversation, but I want to encourage you, start the conversation. It's so important. 
if we sweep it under the rug, then yeah, we fall. We we will fall into the same um, trap that that maybe our parents did of not talking about it, and then we pass that on to our kids. And then your kids have an unhealthy view. And listen, the world has a lot to say about sex. So that's why as a, as a young parent, I made the decision early on. The world is going to preach. They are going to, to go after my kids and try to get them to believe their view of sex and marriage and all things under that umbrella. Yeah, I made it my mission. I wanted them to hear it from me first so that I knew that they had truth. And it wasn't always easy. And yeah. they would be like, Mom, I don't want to yeah. talk about this right now. I'm like, no, yeah. you're going to hear this from me. You're going to know truth yeah. first. Yeah. So that when the world brings you their view of what sex is, yeah. you weigh it against what what the foundation I gave you. And you can say, nope, I don't accept that. That's not yeah. that's not truth. Yeah, yeah. You know, it. It's, I agree with that. And there's... This place of being people being uncomfortable to talk about it or being in the place of, um, yeah, just their view because what they heard growing up or what they weren't taught or didn't have that healthy view. Um, there was one that said, like, you know, you should have sex with if, if you have if you could have sex with somebody, they could be sick, they could make you, you know, this person wrote that someone could make you sick or give you AIDS or something like that. It was like fear, right? Yeah. This fear tactic, which is so unhealthy, right? Yeah. Of a parent trying to do that. There was but somebody again, else that- that can play into yeah. someone's mindset of thinking like, you know, what if that happened in my marriage? Or what if my spouse has this? Or what if they're not- fa Like, all these things are playing. Like, even though some of these things are goofy, like, you know, oh, you only have it when you conceive- yeah. Right. That's the only time that's that even though biblical. we know that's not right and that shouldn't be the only time that can get implanted into a young child's mind and now it carries over into marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, again, these are the things that have to be talked about. Mm -hmm. Like you will get breakthrough only through communication. Yeah. Like there was one story of a guy who, you know, his his wife, like, she just felt uncomfortable. She never communicated that she avoided sex because she was too hot. Like she would get too hot and sweaty and didn't like it. But she never communicated that to her husband. Mm -hmm. But once she actually communicated that, he's thinking she doesn't want to for whatever other reason or she doesn't have this great view of it. And But once she communicated it, he was like, okay. He installed an air conditioner in the bedroom and the problem was solved. <laughs> like it's as simple as certain things like you have to communicate about it. But that could have gone the other way and he could have gotten resentful and started stonewalling. And yes, uh, a marriage could have easily ended when he went and bought an air conditioning unit. I know that sounds silly, but it's absolutely no, true. No, it's those things that lead to um, other a, things. Yeah. A lot of other people wrote, you know, my parents didn't talk about it at all. It was never mentioned. Some people said, everything I learned, I learned from porn. So, um, yeah, and this one guy, this one guy said, "I thought penetration was supposed to last forty or fifty minutes." And it's like, no, <laughs> nope. Yeah, That's I mean, these the are serious magic editing. These of, are serious. These are serious misconceptions. Yeah, right. Um, and flawed views of you know, again, parents, society, TV, pornography, all those things yeah. begin to give this skewed view. Um, of of sex within marriage, but also all these misconceptions, and so again, it is communicating through, it is talking through, and like even this this part about like porn taught me everything I know, like is 
you know, porn is all about taking. It's never about giving.、Mm-hmm. It is all about、so、robbing、good. from somebody something that wasn't theirs to begin with. It is about fulfilling a, a desire that、um, will never be fulfilled that way.、Um, and it's not even desire; it's lust. Yeah. And so that's a whole different topic there.、Um, but I think also one of the things that's important here too is that. I think if you're struggling in this area, and there's been misconception misconceptions, and those have led maybe to struggles within the bedroom,、um, that you also need to understand that the best sex acts aren't sexual at all. Like, so you need to start maybe outside of the bedroom, and so we've talked to that, right?、Mm-hmm. What happens above the sheets can translate to what happens below the sheets.、Yep. So you so have、good. to spend time actually. Right and non-physical contact and connection and touch. Not non-physical,、um, non-sexual touch. Non-sexual, sorry. Yeah.、Um, but it could be non-physical because it could be words. It could be、mm-hmm. acts of service. It could be looks. It、mm-hmm. could be acts of service. But if it's、mm-hmm. non-sexual touch, right?、Um, cuddling together, you know,、mm-hmm. hugging, kissing, just holding hands. Yeah. You know, acts of intimacy where you move towards each other、mm-hmm. that build, right? To whatever may happen in the bedroom,、mm-hmm. so if you're struggling in an area, you have misconceptions.、Um, like maybe you start breaking down the walls and the barriers by、mm-hmm. just starting in the place where it's not sexual, yeah, but it is intimacy, which、yeah. is the most important thing、um, of building that intimacy. Yeah, and then like you can begin to maybe feel more free to talk about your. Misconceptions, or your struggles,、yeah. or your difficulties, or whatever is going through those, your mind. And those deep wounds, I would encourage anybody if you've never sought counseling therapy,、um, please, please consider that. Please do not suffer and think that it's just going to get better. Like, get help. There is nothing wrong with seeking counsel and getting help if it's going to help you ultimately be free. And have a healthy view of marriage, and actually contribute to the health of your sexual、um, health in your marriage.、Yeah. Do it,、yeah. do it, one hundred percent. Do it. There is、yeah. nothing wrong with it, and there is no shame in it. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: keep talking, keep talking, because things will change as you get older. Oh yeah.、Uh, desires change. Yes. We get older.、Change. Libidos change. Performance, like all that all kind of, of stuff,、changes. is going to change and shift. So we want you to enjoy the season that you're in. Enjoy the moments you're in. And so, if any of your misconceptions have been holding you back, sit. Communicate, talk through it. You know, get support, counseling, coaching if you need it.、Um, but you got to be open, vulnerable, and honest about it. And if it's difficult for you to verbalize it, maybe you're writing a letter to your spouse initially、yes. to sit and read it together. That's a great idea. It. Maybe that's more easy. That's easier for you than the face to face because you just you. It's hard for you.、Mm-hmm. That's okay.、Um, maybe you can write it and then you can read it. Whatever is easiest for you. Just begin to walk into it and address it. So, anyways, we're going to let you go.、Um, thank you always for being part of the Twenty Four Seven Marriage Podcast and family.、Um, go on social media, connect with us,、uh, rate, review this podcast. We're grateful for each and every one of you. We're thankful that we get to do this with you.、Um, and always remember that in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. You get to have an amazing week. Talk soon. 
for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.